This episode is brought to you by KPMG Risk Services. KPMG believes that when you've earned the trust of all your stakeholders, that's when your business has a solid platform to grow. That's the trusted imperative. KPMG Risk Services develop and put in place dynamic risk strategies designed to help your business earn that all-important trust. Go to read.kpmg.us slash trust to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your home life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And last night, I was so overwhelmed. Do you ever get that feeling? Like when the day finally slows down, you lay down in your bed or take a minute to read the paper in your chair or check out TikTok or whatever whatever else we're doing in this world, right? And the world comes crashing back in. That's how I felt. There's a lot going on in my life. And that's not unique to me. We all have a lot going on, right? We have holiday festivities and more activities, probably some financial thoughts around this time of year when I'm buying presents and so forth. That heats up a little bit. I'm working more on my budget. I've got loads of work, which I'm very grateful for. But isn't it interesting that... Everybody all of a sudden wants something by the end of the year, right? Or before they leave on holiday break or before their kids are out of school, whatever it is. I mean, I have people that haven't talked to me, you know, in six months and all of a sudden, and I'm grateful for the work, but it adds a dimension to my day and my schedule. And we all have personal challenges, ups and downs. I'm having a few health issues, nothing bad or scary, but things I'm working on that takes time and energy from my mind and my body and my day. But the bottom line is, here's the thing. None of this matters if we are not okay, right? None of this matters. The work, the family stuff, the the budgeting stuff, the physical ch- they don't matter if we're not taking care of ourselves. Really, here's what it boils down to. The key to your business success, your work-life success is you. The key to the health of your family, the way your household runs, the way the animals are taken care of, your own health is you, right? We've got a lot going on, but we are the common denominator in our own lives. And if we don't take care of ourselves first, we got nothing. We got no business to worry about. We got no finances to budget, right? We can't support our family because we are not healthy ourselves. So I really work on taking care of myself before I'm completely depleted. Now, I wasn't always this way. And I really wore myself out, really felt burned out at times. In fact, my newest book, You Recharged, came out of a time uh, like that. I needed to get unstuck. I was so bored and buried by the day-to-day that I forgot to do the things that made me feel good and come alive. But I don't think this whole idea of self-care is as difficult as we make it. 
you know, a few weeks ago, I talked about the importance of taking a mental health day from work and from the regular routine, taking a whole day off to do things that nourish and nurture you to rest your brain and your body. And I stand by that. You can go back a couple of weeks and listen to that episode. I still stand by that. And I try to do that in my life every few months. It's a powerful way to reboot and remotivate. But listen, we can't do that every day or every week. I don't have time for that right now, but what I can do right now is make tiny moves throughout my day that not only feel good, but help ground me and remind me of me, remind me who I am, how I want to be in the world, how I want to feel in the world, and that nourish my mind and my body and my soul, my spiritual self, because when one of those things is off kilter, the rest of it doesn't work, and when we don't work, our business, our houses, our families fall apart, right? We don't, we don't want to do that. We want to get in there and enjoy our lives and feel good while we're doing what we're doing. And even though this is a full time, the winter season, the holiday season is often full of so many extra things, things to think about. It can be a good time. We can find the joy and work through the challenges in a way that it feels healthier and more productive. Tiny deliberate acts can inspire others as well and create this protective quality that carries over to everything else we're doing. So what am I talking about? What, what kind of self-care am I talking about? I'm not a big spa person. I'm not a big massage person. Do those things if that's for you. What I'm really talking about is getting comfortable in the middle of the day, feeling comfortable in your life right now, whatever that looks like. For me right now, that means I'm wearing sweats. And for me every day, that means I'm wearing sweats, right? I want to be comfortable in my skin. And that means physical comfort too. I drink hot coffee every day and I do it slowly and deliberately because my husband makes the best coffee and that is one of the high points of my day even now 20 years into this so one way to get comfortable and rejuvenate ourselves and and really nourish our mind and body and spirit is to do sensory things slow down in the moments of your day spend some time to feel the warm water and the sudsy soap on your hands when you're washing your hands or really savor the coffee or the smoothie, or the cup of tea that you're drinking. If you have to get up early for work, which I do, you know, take a minute, take a beat to watch the sun come up. I know when the sun rises in the morning right now, because I make sure I'm looking out the window for just 30 seconds. There can't be a sunrise I see without feeling awe, and we know that awe actually elevates all these other positive feelings and changes our mood. So you don't have to stare at the sunrise for an hour. I mean, if you want, you can, if you have time for that and that nourishes you, do that. But I'm really talking 30 seconds to a minute of watching that sun as it cracks open the sky and taking a deep breath and recognizing what parts of life are working for us, even without our conscious thought right? So one way of getting comfortable in your day is to connect with nature and light, to nourish your brain and body with inspiring information or books, good food, healthy food, 
exercise in a way that is comfortable for you. You know, I hate exercise, but I feel better when I do it. So one thing I do enjoy about is the stretching and the movement. So I do that. That makes me feel powerful and good in my day. That is what I'm talking about when I'm talking self-care. And I think you can do these 30 seconds at a time every hour of the day. And when you do, you develop this kind of protective quality, okay? Especially now during the dark winters in the Northern Hemisphere, the lack of light can play with our moods and even prompt seasonal depression. So one way to combat that is to play with the natural light settings in our life. Notice it when the sun goes up comes up. Go outside and feel it. Or the other day, it's, it's cold here in Oregon, um, and there was frost on the ground. I just went out and stood on my porch and just breathed in that air as the sun was coming up and really put myself on those natural rhythms of light. Every day, about midday, my animals, I have cats and a dog, and, and uh, yeah, cats and a dog, three animals too many. I have three, and I love them, but hello. Um, they always come out midday when the sun is coming through uh, the living room window and they'll each stake out their own sunny spot where the sun's coming in, where it's warm. I did that the other day with them. I just got right down there on the floor and laid in that sun spot and let that sun soak in. I wasn't down there all day, although I could have been. It was very nice. I can see why they do it. But I wanted to be in the light and I wanted to feel the heat of that. So find what works for you, but connect to the natural rhythms of the day. Go out in nature, spend 30 seconds to a minute several times a day and reconnect and you'll feel better in your mind and your body and your spirit. We have to be diligent during this time of year when we're overloaded with activities. And most of them are good things, right? Most of them are things we enjoy, but they can deplete us, especially when we're doing all the holiday festive stuff with the extra family stuff and the extra workload. It can be too much in the darkness. So find ways to create light. Also, during this time of year, I bring candles into my office. It's where I spend most of my day. When I'm cooking dinner, I put out a sensory candle, like aromatherapy candle on the counter, or when I'm out reading by the fireplace or or researching for work, I I sometimes do that by the fireplace because it makes me feel better. And I light a candle. I like the light. I like the smell. It's a good way to relax. So bring those things into your life, something that's comforting. And when I talk about self-care, I don't even like that phrase because I think it's overused. But I just mean get comfortable, right? Get comfortable in your skin, in your life, in your day. Do little things all day long that help you feel good. That can mean music too, right? Turn on favorite music that you like, a Yacht Rock playlist or whatever it is, or podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts because I like the stories of them or it uh, helps me be creative or think of the next thing. It makes me excited. My daughter, she takes long, hot baths and she has all sorts of bath bombs and all these other things going on. That is what makes her feel good. They don't have to be as long as she takes them. (laughs) I don't see her for two days. I'm having a bath mom. She's gone for like two or three days, but they can be nourishing even for a few minutes, even a shower. Okay. And one thing that I think is really useful, and of course I would say this because I'm a writer, but one thing I think is really useful is to 
write or draw some things out during this time of year. Create something for yourself. This can be uh, stream of consciousness thinking. Nobody's going to see this or read this or judge this. It can just be venting your concerns or thoughts. It can be scribbling a doodle. It can be whatever it is for you. But when we are moving and creating and using those parts of our being during the winter, we feel more expansive and it becomes easier for us to be more resilient against the tough things. So I think it's worth doing. We're not creating masterworks here. Believe me, you should see my morning pages. I can't even read my own writing in most of them. But I do it every morning because it's a release for me. It lets me expand into the moment and uh, move on from there. And I like that. I do it first thing in the morning. Find your time, but create something just for yourself every day and release that part of your spirit, right? One of the things I think is simply nifty, that brings us to the simply nifty segment, is uh, a chart that I saw created by Dr. Deborah Sarani. And her name is spelled S-E-R-A-N-I, Dr. Deborah Sarani. And she created this whole calendar around winter self-care tips. So one of the things she has in there is unplug from all electronics. That's for a Tuesday event. Or moisturize your skin. Or use essential oils, right? A lot of people like that. Take a nap. My my husband takes a nap every day of every weekend, and that's his self-care. And he really comes out feeling better. His mood is better. He's more relaxed. So find what works for you. Do stretches. Whatever it is, I think it's simply nifty. Try this today. Create a calendar Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, seven days of a week. You don't need to put dates on them, although you can if you want. Think of it like an advent calendar or something, right? And each day... Put something in there that you would like to do that would make you feel good. You know, light a candle, read a book, dance to ABBA, (laughs) whatever it is for you. And yes, I've done all those things. Go outside, watch a sunrise, whatever it is. Write one small comforting activity in for every day of the week, for every day of the month. And try that. Hold yourself accountable be responsible to yourself and your work and your family and the other things you care about because when you nurture you, you're going to expand and be more motivated and uh, in a better mood through the other areas of your life. You'll also be healthier. That'll help us sustain all of these things we are doing that are also important to us, right? Simply Nifty, Dr. Deborah Serrani's Winter Month Self-Care Tips. Create your own calendar with the days of the week and one activity for each day that you'll do and enjoy doing. Have fun with this. It can take 30 seconds. It can take three hours. You find the space for you and take care of yourself in that way. Another thing that I think about a lot is, and I, I think of my grandmother about this, when when my grandfather died and she uh, lived alone a long time, in the last years of her life, she was um, like a widow for 15 years or more, there would be times that she would just play old music she old Lawrence Welk or songs that they had listened to together for years and sometimes it would make her cry but it would also make her feel warm and fuzzy nostalgic and nostalgia is a important and nourishing experience research shows that nostalgia that warm fuzzy feeling we get 
when we think of good memories from the past, right, that it's comforting, that it might also be bittersweet, but it's protective. It creates a, an emotional response that improves our mood. It brings to mind these experiences that were important to our lives, reminds us that we were and are valued people. And we get better with coping. It makes us feel good, brings back happy memories, lowers our blood pressure, helps us feel more connected today. Sometimes it can bring about a tinge of sadness, but also amps up our meaning, reminds us what we value and why. So nostalgia can be an important part of going through the season, especially if there are some losses and we all have them, right? We've all experienced different losses in the last couple of years as well. So it's okay to recognize where we have been and to reflect on pleasant memories and feel nostalgic for the past and for simpler times and people we love. You know, Allowing yourself to feel grief during this season and the winter months is okay too. In fact, it's important. Claire Willis told us in uh, you know, a podcast we did a couple of weeks ago about how to grieve through the holidays. You might want to go back and listen to that. But we are also grieving this past time. There's lots of uncertainty and lots of things we can't control ever in life. So control what you can today, but allow yourself to feel grief over the people and things that we have lost. And that's okay. That can look like whatever you need it to look like. And it will change and ebb and flow as you go through even the day. So find your way to do that. And nostalgia can be an important way to connect with those good moments from life in the past and our good memories too. That can be a very significant self-care strategy because in the end, when we do connect to those meaningful memories, uh, we uplift our mood and we become more able to adapt and move forward. So it's okay to have all the feels, I guess, right? I think sometimes we suppress and think, oh, we got to feel joyful all the time. And that doesn't feel good. No, this is complicated. And we are complicated people. The benefit is that we can hold it all. So we can feel the tinge of sadness that may come with nostalgia and also the joy of the memory. So do all that, right? The other thing that I think is important for us to consider is we can use our mind in other ways and focus and direct our thoughts during this time of year and any time of year to really help us get to where we want to go, right? We get to choose our thoughts. We decide what we will think and how we will feel to some degree. So why do we so often pick something that isn't helpful? And I'll give you an example. You know, I was sitting on the couch the other day feeling in this state of overwhelm and I caught myself go, oh my gosh, this is going to be the longest day and how am I going to get everything done? And I was ruminating over all the things that I was going to do anyhow. Now that is just not helpful. I caught myself, I went back and I paused for 10, 15 seconds for a quick gratitude exercise. I just gave thanks. I'm so thankful for the work I have. I'm so thankful for the couch I'm sitting on and the heat in my house. And in that, you know, 15 second to one minute exercise, I restructured the way I was thinking about my day so that I could go into it feeling 
better. When we feel better, we do better. You've heard me say that a million times, but it's true. When we feel better, we make better choices, we're more relaxed, uh, we're more agile, we're able to adapt and make decisions quicker and easier. So choose your thoughts. When you are feeling negative and upset and stressed out, do something sensory, change your environment, nourish your body with a hot tea or go outside and breathe in the air or watch the sunrise. And then really look at your thoughts, scrutinize them. Are they helping you? Because most of the time, the things we're thinking are not even true. So since we can choose the beliefs we hold, pick something helpful and stop catastrophizing. I see this in my teenager all the time. You know, she won't be able to find jeans to wear, the jeans she wants to wear to school in the morning, and that is going to ruin her whole day because she won't be comfortable in her jeans and all these things, right? No, we do this too as as grownups, as adults, and stop catastrophizing. Don't talk yourself into trouble. Accept what is, I'm having a stiff day, or I can't find the jeans I want to wear, or it's cold outside, and let it be. That's all it has to be. It doesn't have to be. It's cold outside, so I'm going to have a terrible day at work, or I can't find my jeans, so it's going to be an awful day at school, and I won't be able to study sociology. We don't have to go the extra mile. Say what it is, and then let it go. Use your thoughts to empower and restore you to focus on what is working. And again, it's like I was saying with nostalgia. Life is complicated and we are complex beings. So we can hold it all. We can reframe our experience to recognize the more positive side of the story while recognizing still that life is full of challenge and adversity. Those things can be okay. But when we focus on what we can do, what is working, we tend to cope with everything else better. And we just feel better. Life is more fun. Okay. Finally, we've got to take care of our body in this too. We, we need to sleep. We need to make sure we're getting plenty of water and healthy, nourishing foods. Because I'm telling you what, I'm also eating the junk. Hello, I just had this fantastic cheese dip. Oh my God. All in the name of winter holiday festivities. I'm down with this stuff. A Christmas cookie here or there. I'm, I'm not opposed to any of those things. A little cocktail And I'm still drinking my green smoothies. I'm still eating my salads and my fruits and vegetables. I'm taking special care to sleep. My body needs a little more sleep, especially this time of year. But because I live with chronic illness, it needs more rest. And I'm making a point to give it that because I'm asking it to do a lot. I'm asking my body and my mind and my spirit to show up for me now so I can deal with the complicated emotions that come during the winter months and the holiday season so I can enjoy all of that and keep up so I can run an effective business and still do important work, work that adds meaning and so that I can be present and available to my family and the fun that that brings and the holiday traditions that we share. And our body is our vehicle. I exercise. Don't like it, but I like what it does for me. I'm making a point to go to sleep earlier. Don't tell me you don't have time because here's what happens. I sleep more or I work on getting a good restorative sleep. I am much more productive the next day. I make less conflict for myself because I'm also in a better mood. I drink lots of water and I'm eating foods that not only taste good, 
but give me energy. This is the hardest part for me. I'm, I'm really good at my meditation to relax on the gratitude and really deliberately choosing the beliefs and intentions I want to hold for the day. I have practiced that for decades and I'm telling you it helps. But the physical stuff has had to be something I've worked on a lot harder. It's not something that I naturally do or think about or like to do. I, I wish I didn't have to sleep. <laughs> it gets in my way. I have other things I want to do and more books to read and, and all of that. But the reality is now that I want my body to go on a long time and, and not just in years, but I want it to be effective. I want it to feel good. I want it to feel alive and vigorous and vital. And so we got to put those things in the engine. Take care of your mind. Take care of your body. Take care of your spirit. In these little patches of time throughout the day, each hour, schedule just a self-care moment. Pick something that feels comfortable, that feels good in your skin, a, a thought, a piece of music, a film clip, a chat with a friend, a, a quick walk around the neighborhood, a green smoothie. A thought that shores you up. Go lay in the patch of the sun that's coming in the window and take a moment. Simply start today. I want you to pick one thing you're going to do before lunch, after lunch, and before bed that just builds you up, that just makes your mind or your body or your spirit feel nourished and supported. And to that every day, add as much in as you can, these little practices that will leave us feeling restored. And it'll help us through the darker winter months and often complicated holiday season. And remember Dr. Sarani's uh, idea to create a daily calendar of something you'll do every day to nourish you. I think that's simply nifty. Simply start today by choosing one thing and going to that. When we take a little energy to take care of ourselves, not one day a month, but throughout the moments of every day, then we will build our business and create the kind of life we want to live and feel good living. And that will help us all live well, do good, and be happy. Electric acid.